0: Hope you
1: find your way Hi, my name is Joan My name is Winnie Welcome to Undocumented We're just two opinionated immigrants Given our perspective on all things life Yeah, I just grew and couldn't break it 13, got my first cry First cry yeah, bro, have you heard that Metro booming, uh, No, I haven't, maybe so I'll listen to that life. now you, you need to, it but there's a song people. on there where, um, 21 Savage <laughs> First of all, he has like two solid songs on there, but there's one song he like whispers. It's oh, called "Don't Come Out the House," and then he's like whispering. Then he's like, and then whenever he starts speaking normal again, he's like, "I bet you thought I was gonna whisper the whole song." I'm, like, hey, <laughs> this is not a lyric, and this is
0: not how he's coming. Bruh, I was uh I was going through my old playlist, and um I was listening to um X uh, his, uh, his song.
1: Centennial.
0: No, Twenty One Savage X. Um, oh, oh I'm just okay. yeah. on my ex bitch. And right. I was just listening to the lyrics, bruh. I was cracking up, bruh. Like this nigga is dumb. He's dumb. That's an idiot. hell, but, but he's so I funny. like I, I love him. No, seriously.
1: But I will say that he has this one, it's called Ten Freaky Girls.
0: It's a good when one. I tell
1: you that song goes
0: Okay, I'm gonna have to listen. And to then
1: that. Sway Lee and Whiskit have a song.
0: Interesting it's good it's good okay it's good. did you it's ever listen like, to it's not
1: like straight afro beats but it's like mm, it's like a mix I like, it's like a nice little vibe
0: did you listen did you ever listen to quavo's um and davido's song yeah Uh
1: uh-uh.
0: that's how uneventful it was
1: oh yes oh so, there it is yeah but like <laughs> i will say Metro Boomin and takeoff's album i was like okay y'all
0: i knew takeoff was gonna have a good album
1: We've been waiting for Takeoff to have his own album since Amigos. Came That's a out. fact,
0: and it's time for him to to, to take off, <laughs>
1: elevate, take off, take off, to take off. <laughs> oh, gosh. I want to pour myself oh. a
0: glass of champagne. Is it too? No, it's not. Too what bad. is that? Is that bad?
1: No, it's not bad. It's just random. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I was Great. looking
0: at the champagne bottle, and I don't know.
1: I kind of well, want a glass, champagne? but are you... I think I to have to drink you the in? whole bottle you know we're in our episode yes we're like
0: yeah yes. hi guys <laughs>
1: we can't, welcome we can to... talking to each other just because we're on the phone <laughs> don't mean we're having a regular
0: <laughs> <laughs> i forgot oh shoot god hey, hey guys welcome to episode seven
1: I'm glad when he keeps up
0: because I was about to say episode four. Yeah, I only keep up because I save all the files, uh, and whenever oh. I save it, I see what the previous episode is. So I'm always pretty short. Sure. So Small, but yeah, welcome. Um, we're welcome, doing welcome, welcome, we're doing our phone call again. Uh, same format, audio, no video for you guys, and hoping it's uh. What Listen, but
1: you'll be all right because we got some serious video drops coming up for y'all. Oh, we'll, yeah. Your, your taste buds will be satisfied.
0: What? I don't, they don't even know that they have those specific taste buds. Ooh, New you don't, taste don't even know you need, need this. Developed. We're going to give
1: you things you never knew you need. <laughs> that's, that's what that's where we are right now. we give you things you never knew you need.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Ooh, you're welcome. Mm. In advance. In a bit. you know how um you know how people release books and you have to like uh pre-order pre-order like, yeah pre-order your thanks <laughs> <laughs> and
1: while you're pre-ordering press subscribe to our spotify oh, our yeah. itunes yeah and our Sound- soundcloud SoundCloud? do you subscribe thanks. to
0: soundcloud or follow us on yeah
1: SoundCloud. you can get paid on soundcloud now so yeah follow like, us on everything yeah, we can do, get paid on do
0: all Please. of that Please. I need
1: to figure out how to get on title. Y'all y'all think I'm playing. Oh. We're we going to be out here.
0: Oh, facts. Facts, facts, facts. Anyways. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh,
1: This week's episode is called We Tired.
0: We Tired? <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't go over this. I didn't know what the name of the episode was.
1: I just came up with it right now.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh. Oh, yeah. god! Why are we tired, hmm. y'all?
1: Because my life, yeah. But today is a mental health check in,
0: yeah.
1: uh, just for because you need to have those sometimes. Yeah, and
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: perfectly fine.
0: Yeah, we were um talked about in our was it our first ever episode, and mm-hmm. we talked about our fears and the ways that we condition ourselves to our undocumented lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that um, I kind after we started the podcast. I kind Mm -hmm. of started to get um, more anxious. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Why?
1: Because you become more aware?
0: Yeah. So it's kind of like Mm. one of those things where it's out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. And because we never talked about it and we never, I mean, stuff would happen, but we'd have to like move on because we'd have to find a solution. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't have time to process it and talk about it and go through the emotions and unpack it. Yeah. I started getting more anxiety like after because after Jeff asked us, like, who do you guys talk to? Like, we're well, like we don't yeah. talk to nobody. And it was just so light. <laughs> but yeah, I started getting more anxiety, like I started getting more depressed, like oh. sitting down thinking about like Your what right.
1: Yeah. Um I I mean I'm I've always been pretty anxious. <laughs> So, well, when I started seeing a therapist, I've, I've become more aware of my anxiety. Mm -hmm. And, um, but, and I think it's important that like, we have these honest conversations about like our health and the toll that our stress takes on us, like subconsciously and consciously, because it's interesting. Like most people would have the reverse of what you feel because it's in their subconscious. They're, they're anxious and they feel some type of way, but they have no reason. they, They don't have an understanding of why. Right. But like as they talk about it more, the anxiety is still there, but now they know why and they they know how to approach it. So I I think maybe you may not realize this, but also that ladder, the ladder has happened for you too, because like you've been over it, like in terms of being here, Mm -hmm. but this is the year that you were like, I'm out. Like I don't care. I'm doing whatever I have to do. I no longer have to feel this way. So I think whenever you attack the situation, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean the anxiety will go away. It might become heightened because you are aware of it now, but now you're empowered to make certain decisions, whether it's to see somebody, talk to somebody, or make decisions to change the lifestyle that causes mm-hmm. that anxiety.
0: Right, right. Because I mean, the main reason why I I had anxiety, and it's gotten better, is because I felt like the situation was out of my control. Mm-hmm. And I'll look at the situation as a whole and not like its specific pieces. And yeah. until I realize that there's some pieces that are that are out of my con- control, like. Let's say if I'm putting in an application and I get denied or something, that's out of my control. But the overall situation is still in yeah. my control because there's always, like, a solution. And right. I never used to see it that way. I used to just see it as, like, one problem at a time instead of, like, attacking it as a whole.
1: Facts. Yeah. No, I I think for me it's been really difficult because I, like, I'm aware of my anxiety. Mm-hmm. I'm like a, and I'm pretty self-aware. Yeah. But I've I had, like... I haven't known how to attack it or deal with it. Yeah, I think being too aware sometimes, you, maybe, and not—that's not everybody. Like, I've convinced myself that there's nothing I can do about it because <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> because like I I know what's going on. I know why I feel the way I feel, and I like I there's because it's out of our control mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. and feeling like this is it. It's like, oh, there's nothing I can do about this. So my, the, my, the how I feel mentally is how I'm is just how I'm going to live my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But like, it came to a point, and it was, you know, it wasn't just this year. It was like a, maybe like earlier last year mm-hmm. or like late middle last year, end of last year. It was kind of like, yeah, actually, I can do something about it. Right. Like, like I can, I can change my frame of mind. Yeah. Um, and I can, and you know. Like, as someone who's, like, suffered with, like, ex- like you know, su- like, depression before, mm-hmm. um, and, like, for, in, like, small moments, like, suicidal thoughts or stuff like that, it's, like, uh, knowing that, like, how, the worst that I can get, I've always been, like, well, I'm not there, so I'm
0: fine. Yeah, right, but
1: it, right. Like, I got there because I let certain things build up, mm-hmm. and even then I didn't see a therapist. And then yeah. also, like, it made it really hard because of, like, you know, being, a, like, a person who is, like, religious and feeling like I there's something wrong with me mm-hmm. because God is not enough for some reason yeah like, like me praying about it or me trying to like keep my relationship with God in a certain way and doing all these things and then almost feel like one I'm not only am I feeling in life and feeling myself mm-hmm. but I'm also feeling you know God and yeah. at that point it's just like well then why the heck am I alive <laughs> like, <laughs> if I'm yeah. feeling in every space and this sucks but yeah I think it's important to be so aware Mm -hmm. because then you're able to like, okay, you, like you said, like, take it, take it, like taking control of that.
0: Yeah. I think when it comes to, cause I I struggle with the same thing as far as like um, religious and that's still like a little iffy area for me. But what I, I realize whenever, whenever we pray or like ask for things or we want something Mm -hmm. to change, there's always like a little shadow of doubt that's still left there and mm-hmm. what I've always seen happen is whenever you, like, completely let go and you completely trust, and as cliche as that may sound, like, mm-hmm. completely let go, don't worry about it. It's like, whatever happens, happens. There's going to be a solution. I I just want to instead ask for, like, clarity to, to see, like, what the solution yeah. is instead of asking, like, oh, fix this. Lord, give me a million dollars. Like, give setting me... setting up
1: your own, like, expectation. Right,
0: right. Yeah. So it's like whenever... Whenever I finally, like, let go and just kind of be like, it is what it is. Like, whatever mm-hmm. happens, I know it's for me. That's when stuff starts to happen.
1: The great thing about praying is, like, it depending on your relationship with God and even not depending on your relationship with God, it's always a conversation. Yeah. Um, and whoever the higher being that any of y'all listen believes in, it's a conversation because at the end of the day, the the entity that created you or created your your existence mm-hmm. doesn't want to just exist as something that you fear right. or try to like you know consistently like be in the space with is a relationship. So it's like let me tell you what I don't want, but also mm. let me tell you what I would like to happen, and then let me tell you that I'm open to what you will give me because right. it's gonna be better than everything I could imagine. Like right. even in our current situation, like I could never have imagined my life the way it is mm. now. Yeah. In the past, like, I was like, I, what I thought I wanted is definitely not what should have happened. Yeah. And realizing that the reason why certain doors were closed was because certain other ones had to have to be open right. this way. Yeah. Um And it's difficult. And it's not even just like in a, in a faith space, you know, like outside of that, like, and, and if you're super religious, nothing is outside of faith mm-hmm. because everything is contingent on it. Yeah. Um But even being like a super religious person, you have to recognize like, okay, there's some reality here right Um, (laughs) you might need to see a therapist my guy right you know you might need to deal with your problems head on but I mean that's kind of
0: how we were raised though right it was kind of like we're raised if something happens pray about it something if something if something's happening to you you need to make sure that you're going to church if something's happening there's always goes back to that so it's like like, even now, when it, like...
1: When things are going wrong, you feel like you're not doing those things good enough.
0: Right, exactly. Then it's like, like you said earlier, like, why why the heck, why even try? <laughs> <laughs> why even try when it's not going to work? Yeah.
1: What What about our, like, the situation of being, like, immigrant or undocumented or whatever? Because that's basically the precursor to what, most of our prayers or problems, as we would assume our problems. Like, what about that life has given you the most anxiety?
0: Um, oh, Sheesh, um, I honestly don't, what, is something specific?
1: You know, or, like, multiple things, it doesn't have to just be one thing.
0: Um, well, I know, I know, like, my anxiety, like, when it started, mm-hmm. um, was whenever, whenever I was working for, um, the home care agency, mm-hmm. and, like, of course, like, I had anxiety with trying to find a job until I found one. Yeah. And then when I got into that job, I stayed there for six years because I was scared to leave. And yeah. and in that job, like, I, I know my anxiety got worse. And also, like, um, I just got, like, super passive because my boss was, like, verbally abusive. And I, yeah. like, I allowed that to happen. And I saw that, like, happening in different areas of my life. So yeah. I think that was, like, the, the basis for where all my anxiety started and then after that yeah. whenever like you get undocumented then your your license gets um expired and then yeah. you know like the cliche things like the cops follow you like your heart <laughs> drops like yeah like um yeah I think it's a combination of things for me like I can't really point at anything specific
1: it's crazy that you mentioned like your heart dropping. Mm-hmm. Because um, I just like listening. I've been listening to the ebook for shook ones anxiety. The the book that Charlemagne the God wrote, mm-hmm. and um, so it's cool how it's written because there's a there's an actual therapist who corroborates everything he says mm. like through the book. Yeah. So like Charlemagne gives his perspective, and then the therapist is like, "This is what he's feeling. Mm. This is how like, clinically this is what it means." Oh wow! And so. He was talking about how, like, black people in America, why it's important to have, to have black therapists because of even misdiagnosis and all these other, and cultural cues being missed, all these different things. But then he started talking about PTSD of being black mm. in America and how, you know, people have assumed, like, there's different layers of PTSD or levels of PTSD or definitions of it. And one of the definitions, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, I just experienced like, this shit today. Yeah, like we 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 suffer being undocumented immigrants or immigrants period in the U.S. Um, we suffer from PTSD. Yeah. Um, because of that, like, like he says, like sometimes PTSD, like people whenever they come in contact with something, like their heart rate will like in, like mm-hmm. increase, like their hands will get like when the cop pulls up behind you, yeah, just like black men do because they're scared of getting shot. Yeah. Or when you go into work and you're scared to leave mm-hmm. or these things, it's like. These are the things that are real problems, yeah. and, and it's it just like just like we deal with them in other places that we consider valid. Like yeah, we should consider them and and how they affect our lives, and also consider them to be valid. And it was like really because I already knew I suffered from anxiety, but I was like, "Dang, PTSD, too? <laughs> my God,
0: like what?" The- <laughs> um, yeah, because I think but, whenever we, we hear about PTSD, it's always like a link to like soldiers yeah, <laughs> or people yeah. like coming back from wars and it's always something that's like super intense
1: yeah um but I mean it's in the titles traumatic stress and so I was like I didn't even think of it that way yeah and I think we allow ourselves to explain away our pain a lot because we mm-hmm. don't think that it's valid yeah um and you know that's not the case like I was talking to um like one of our friends yesterday and something she didn't get like a job that she wanted and she's like, she, she felt weird calling me because she was like, in comparison to the problems that you go through, mine is like nothing. And I was mm. like, but it's still pain. Right. Like, it's still, right. like, you're still disappointed. You're still sad. I was like, and it's okay. I was like, M- you know, I think me and you had this conversation one time, like about my mom passing. I was like, yeah. you know, expressing things to me doesn't make me feel bad because I know that like, and it's going to happen because that's right. certain. Right. When that stuff happens to you guys as my friends. I can now not only be sympathetic but I can be empathetic. Right. And I can I can lend a perspective that maybe the people around you cannot. And right. also like you know, be because I mean, things happen to certain people, sometimes not for them, but for the people that they're, you know, mm. around. Um and I learned that in my mom's death, like her death was not like because of just cancer. It was because uh niggas were doing mad shit in the background. <laughs> Excuse my language. And sometimes and, and there's sometimes it's like and I, I can accept the fact the guy was like, nah, sis, you got to come out of this situation. Mm. Like, first you're sick and you're in pain, but your kids need to see what's going on. Yeah. And I'm, and almost like there's a, now there's like a piece about it where it's mm. like, I'm, 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 I'm glad that we were able to learn as much as we did, yeah. like being able to see the lessons because one of my questions to God when it happened was like nigga you better have some great sh- like things lined up for me <laughs> and this is what you about to do yeah. I, like, I literally told him that like the next I was like if I if you don't do some uh, immaculate wonders and all that <laughs> stuff you promised me in the bible because of <laughs> that me and you gonna square up when I see you because like there's no ex- there's that. no explanation for this like I I was like I was in my room like straight up like talking to God like a hood nigga I was like "You gonna square up bro like I'm not scared you came down and you you wrestled old dude and then crossed over the embers we want to wrestle too and you better cross over some embers for me the embers
0: <laughs> <up>.
1: <laughs> but i like i mean and that's also like where like and even though like my faith causes a lot of those like problems for me mm-hmm. like the promises like that he god provides sometimes yeah in in conjunction with like real science and therapy yeah and it's like you know, even that situation where he did wrestle with, who was it? He was, is it Abraham he wrestled with? I think so. And like, then in back, in Bible times, like you would put both like your staffs in like one place and both of you guys would walk through past each other. Kind of like you've taken each other's position mm-hmm. and only like, like nothing can break this agreement mm-hmm. because we've, we've crossed paths we made the agreement. Or like, oh no, you cut, you spill the blood of two animals and you walk across it. So it's like a blood promise. Okay. But so like after they wrestled, God like basically knocked him out, and God is the only one who walked across the blood. Mm. And he's like, whether you are alive or you're dead or you can fulfill your end or you cannot, I'll still do my part. Mm. And I was like, facts. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 I've been reading the Bible like God. You know what you're doing, bro. That's but like, so funny. You know, it's it's just. I mean, it's interesting. But like, I think it's important that we we are like really honest with ourselves yeah. and honest with our pain and honest with the fact that sometimes we may not think it equates to as much other people's, but it yeah. still counts.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. And going back to what you said about um whoever it was that was like didn't want to tell you like what was going on. Um, yeah. Like for me, I know there was a point in time where yeah. I I also felt that way because I was like, what the heck? Like, I'm blessed. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. Like, I'm alive. Whatever, whatever. It's like, why the, f- why am I complaining? And which is good to recognize. Yeah. But what? then it's like then it's you like- still have to understand that you still feel bad. <laughs> like you st- <laughs> you're you still, so still bad. Still, <laughs> you still feel shit. Like what Jada pickett Smith was like. She like um on their red table talk. She was like, um, you know, Will was like going, doing all these amazing things. There's all this great stuff happening, and he built her a house and all these things. And she was like depressed because number one, she didn't want to be married, <laughs> and <Exactly. laughs> and then he was just basically like building a life for himself with, you know, without her. Mm-hmm. And and she did. She felt bad speaking up because she was like, she, all this stuff is being given to her, but. She didn't mm-hmm. want none of it, so she felt like she was ungrateful. Like, but at the end of the day, she had to realize that why she was feeling that way, and then she like talked to him about it, and he didn't realize yeah. that she was feeling that way. Then it's like, oh shit, well we could have just fixed this two years ago, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's also why,
1: like, um, a lot of times I'm so like I'm. Of like people who are not upfront bother me so much, mm-hmm. or like to beat around the bush, or try to present things nicer, and I appreciate my friendships with certain people who are just kind of like Joan. No, <laughs> <laughs> because I mean I think we just as, we want to please people. But that's I- who we are. Um, that's our nature, but. When it comes to our relationships with people, whether it's friendships or more,
0: yeah,
1: we have to be honest like with how things make us feel and how either whether they disappoint us, they hurt us, whether we think that it's a valid feeling or mm. not, like we can't be out here trying to like for lack of a better words, make others feel better, prop them up right. at, at, at like our own expense because right then, like you out here just like really uh suffering because you're trying to make somebody else feel better exactly. And, you're making the situation worse, actually.
0: Exactly, I agree hundred percent. And I mean, and that's part of like, and I don't like say growing pains because growing is is a good thing. That's mm-hmm. a part of like becoming aware of yourself. And that when like whenever I started actually feeling better, was realizing how much time that I invested in pleasing other people and mm-hmm. at my expense. And it was like I was, mm-hmm. I was pouring into other people's cups when my when well, I'm not pouring into myself. And yeah. so that's why I like went off of like social media, just kinda like went you know, took my time back for myself and just did started doing things that I love, started doing things yeah. that I enjoy. And then yeah, and then when I'm filling my cup back up, then I can like give to other people, like give to my friends and and Definitely. and not feel depleted at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, and it's for us, it's because we, we're, we're natural givers. Like, mm-hmm. natural givers. Like, if there's something that we can do about something, we will do it. Or we try to figure yeah. out a way. And it's just kind of like we go Without in Without a second there. thought. Without a second thought. But that's, and that was a hard thing for me to realize. Because i was like, damn, but I want to be helpful. I yeah. want to be helpful. But it's like, no, when you're not being helpful to yourself. <laughs> Help yourself mm-hmm. first, sis. And yeah, then, facts. and then you can be helpful to other people. And
1: even whenever it comes to other people, sometimes the most
0: helpful thing you can do is say no. Oh yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Because
1: I mean, if people are so used to have or being propped up by you, mm-hmm. or or like being able to like take from you, they'll never do it themselves yeah. or or feel the need to. And especially when you care about people, that's why like when it comes to like drug addicts or mm. any type of thing, people are like you. You can't you can't just give them the money just because right. they are on the street. Right. <laughs> like. It's sad, but, like, the most helpful thing you can do is say no. Um, and, and I don't know. I, I would I, still
0: give him a meal or something. something oh, to yeah, eat. yeah,
1: You can eat, my guy, but cash money? <laughs> you, the only cash money you get in from me is the one taking over for the 99s and the two thousand. Shut
0: up, please. <laughs> How do you feel about that? You feel proud of that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm
1: glad you think it's funny oh gosh I'm hilarious oh man yeah but yeah I think for me the one thing that's really it's never even been like our situation like of course I'm anxious that like you know I've never been fearful that ice is about to come through or um I I get nervous when the police are around yeah like but that's because I was literally breaking the law for a long time so (laughs) that makes sense Um, (laughs) but i have the only anxiety that I've ever had or where my anxiety stems from mm-hmm. and I've said this before and all of you guys tell me like or try to be like John, what are you talking about is like I'm I constantly feel like I'm failing mm-hmm. but <sighs> it comes <laughs> But it comes from, like, like my whole life, like, I've always been told, like, oh, you're very smart, mm-hmm. you're going to do this, mm-hmm. you're going to get into this school, you're going to, and I got into those schools, yeah. and I did everything I was supposed to do, and then all of a sudden, because yeah. of this thing, I wasn't able to do any of it. Right. And then it was, like, at a certain age, you know, you've been told something that you're going to do for 18 years, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, it's like, nope, nope you can't. you're not going to do it. And you probably never will be able to do it. And it was like, whoa, wait a minute, <laughs> like yeah. uh, maybe like two or three year break. Yeah, that's cool, but never. Yeah. Um, and then like trying to figure it out on my own without the the con- like the contributions of others in terms mm-hmm. of like telling me what I should be or what I what I should care about. Yeah. Um, like no, I don't want to be a lawyer. Actually, <laughs> um, <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> Um, and I, know uh, I don't want to be in the foreign service or be a politician. Like, actually yeah. I don't want to do any of that. I care about all of those things. But like, yeah. how can I take all those things I care about mm-hmm. and make it my own yeah. and I'm figuring it out now. Yeah. But like, it's still something that I, I suffer with like every single day because it's like, I feel like I, like where my depression came from was seeing everybody in my age group. Yeah do all these things. And I felt like, man, I'm never going to be there. And it was yeah. just like this sadness. And then like, you know, no matter what I did, even to try to cover that up, people could tell. Right. Like I knew that something was wrong when I went to visit my coach and he was like, what's wrong with you? Mm. I was like, oh, nothing. Like I'm smiling. He was like, Joan, your smile's not reaching your eyes. Right. Like there's something wrong. I was like, oh, shit, people can notice this type of stuff. Like I yeah. don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and so like, even now, like, I constantly feel like I'm failing, just, and not, and not because I don't understand the fact that I'm, I'm doing things, and I'm making strides, and I'm working hard, but, like, Mm. I think it it bothers me when people tell me I have potential, Mm. because when they say that, it makes me, it makes it clear that I haven't arrived yet,
0: Mm. Mm. like,
1: people don't tell Bill Gates right now that he has potential.
0: Yeah, (laughs) but that's (laughs) Bill Gates, young, come on, bro. Yeah,
1: but, like, even, like, you know, even people in my age group, or, like, my peers, like, if they're in a certain job or they're doing something, it's not like, oh, you have so much potential. Mm-hmm. It's like they're perceived as people who have arrived. And, yeah. and I understand that you're never going to arrive in life and all this stuff, but it's just like, I'm tired of being looked at as like, oh, you have potential or you're going to do great things mm-hmm. versus like, damn, acknowledge that I'm doing it <laughs> to make me feel better about myself just a little bit, yeah. especially when it's coming from the outside. But like, and then I'm almost like, I can't be mad at people because I've never told them that. So, right. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, um, But yeah, so that's like, so you have, like, and that's also just comes with talking to someone Yeah, talking to someone who's not my friend or my family and people yeah. just listen and be like, so maybe this is what it is. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow, maybe it is that.
0: Well, from what I still hear from, from that is, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to give you my opinion. What, um, <laughs> um, just kind of like stemming back to you growing up and like. Yeah, people saying that. Yeah, Joan, you're gonna do this. You're gonna do this, and you said two key things, uh, like when you were growing up, your peers, and then now people in your age group. You're, you're still, I think, uh, trying to adhere to some timelines because I know mm-hmm. there's like a certain window where you'd want to have certain things or you know do certain things. Yeah. So I think I think that's gonna be something that you have to like tackle in order to kind of. I don't know, I guess get where you need to be. But as far as you, uh, people seeing potentially you, like I can see potential you for for something that that is good for me. And other people can see potential you that is good for them. Like, oh, if it's like a politician and they see how much you're into politics and you, they see you're doing this, they see you're doing that, see how much, you're, uh, how much of an advocate you are, they're like, oh, my God. She has so much, so much potential to be in the White House. She has so much potential <laughs> to be a president. She has so much potential yeah. to do these, these things. Me, if I'm seeing you as, like this, let's say art, okay? Because you don't consider yourself an artist, but like again, you're an advocate for artists. You're you're doing all these things. You're about to have your first art show. Woo woo. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh my God, Joan has so much potential. She can literally, she can literally do anything, especially in the art in the art realm like I see a lot of potential that but that's that's for me and that's for other people you have to see what's best for you like what do you want to do
1: right and and what
0: makes you happy
1: and that and it was really helpful because this year like I wrote down like my plan for 2018 Mm -hmm. and all the things I wanted to accomplish and I haven't accomplished everything on there but it doesn't give me like I don't feel disappointed Mm, Yeah. because I I was like oh I, I work towards it and like I'm doing things and like I'm busy and I'm ex- I'm excited about the things that I'm working on and like I shouldn't be saying this too loud because to the office but like you know I spend most of my day working on projects that are outside of the office <laughs> but like, but, like um, yeah like I'm excited about these things and I've I've been able to let go of timelines as far as like relationships like with a, with the a man like I, I these niggas would catch up but like and every day I'm affirmed in that because like I I don't want to. Before I thought it was like restrictive of me mm-hmm. to say that I don't want a man that I have to build up. Yeah, and I and and that's not restrictive of me. No. Like, you know, I was listening to this interview with D.L. Hughley. He was like, "Black women are doing fine." He was like, "The he's like, black people will not do well until black men rise to the occasion mm. to to meet black women where they are." And I'm like, "That's true. Like, we're the number one entrepreneurs in the world. We we're the highest educated people in the world. Like, we're doing all these things. Yeah, and it's like." I, if I can do this and if I can prop myself up this way, I'll need support in terms of like emotionally in life and all these different things. Yeah. But I'm, I, you'll never have to, you'll never have to prop me up in terms of like, Joan, go, go accomplish your goals. Yeah. Or like go set goals for yourself. Yeah. And I just refuse to be with a man that I have to help convince him of those things. Right. And like looking back on my other relationship, it's like, yeah, I was doing some mediocre ass decision making when oh. it came to. Oh, shit. Okay. 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 Right. Well, okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, but still, like, no. But like, I, I feel like I've I've been able to let go of things slowly, and slowly it's coming down to like, Jill, you're not failing. It's yes. okay. It's taking time, and I'm and time has always been something that I've kind of terms with because we've never been afforded the luxury of things moving fast. Yeah. Um. But I think the reason why like it it's reared its head again is because like. We do want to move. And yeah. Like we want to go somewhere. That's and it's true. like, man, I'm about to start all over again. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> That's, does that scare you? Oh, what
1: is that going to look? To start over again? Yeah. No, I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Okay. I was about to say, I am freaking ecstatic. I'm freaking,
1: I'm so excited. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is like, and I don't, maybe this sounds, this is not going to sound weird, but this is going to be like, it's not a stupid thing to say, but I don't want to work for anybody. I mean, and like. And it's it's not this like BS like we're all entrepreneurs. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I genuinely believe I'm I have the ability not to, but I I'm scared because it's unknown. Yeah. And I and my whole life I've been a person that like goes for my dreams and like I will ride a balloon and soar and mm-hmm. I'll be in the sky like this is happening. Yeah. But because I think consistently in my life that balloon has been popped and I've come like crashing to the ground I'm scared to like step into that balloon again yeah. and like even like Miss Latrell, she was like you used to be so excited about your dreams and your goals and she was like and now you talk about them like in maybe mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah I don't know when I started to stop talking about things like as if they could happen
0: yeah wow hmm. dude. when did that start <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Okay.
1: Um, it started, I mean, it started, like, a couple years ago, several, and, like, it started, really, really started after, you know, everything kind of came crashing down with, like, school Mm -hmm. and being able to go to school I wanted to and being able to do things in the time frame that I wanted to do them, like, I just started, like, all these plans that I made for myself because I had the potential and because Mm -hmm. I could do it, and it's like, well, if I can do it and I'm good enough to do these things and if I'm smart enough or if I'm motivated enough, like, God, why the heck am I not happening? And mm-hmm. I understand that there are my plans. and But I'm I'm considering you. I've prayed about this. Like, what do you mean no? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, whenever you feel like God is consistently telling you no, and it's been like for
0: close to 10 years, yeah. just, after a while you're even scared to like propose a question. That's true. Like whenever I get to like a specific problem or just kind of like a speed bump, I think it's like, it's a test. And it's like, either you're going to keep going or you're just going to stop Mm -hmm. and and it could it could be for you like it's taking like you said 10 years but it's taking maybe it's taking you 10 years to build up your courage to try again because maybe that time when you try again is going to be the time that it happens and if it doesn't happen again and it's like if it's meant if it's meant for you it's going to happen it's going to happen at a time where it's like Okay, now I'm ready. Now I understand why it took me so long to get here because I needed to. I needed to go through this experience. I needed to do those Mm -hmm. things to get here. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just yeah, it's just a matter of just like taking a leap, taking a leap and and doing it and and learning from it.
1: Are you? Do you think you're ever scared to succeed?
0: Do I think I'm scared to succeed?
1: succeed?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Hmm. Yes, I think so. Yeah, same. I think so, because I think, I think when you, when I think of the, when I used to think I'm starting to change that now of the word succeed is like, it's a cap. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, when he succeeded and it's, it's like, now that's what, it. yeah what is she going to do? So yeah. I think in certain things, I'm just kind of like, I was scared to get there because then. You're working so hard to get to this place and then you get to this place and it's like, nah, what the fuck am I supposed to do next? What yeah. am I going to do? So I think that's the biggest thing. So maybe so now I'm trying to figure out like um, like different things and what I'm going to do after after I reach after I accomplish these goals. So what am I going to do next? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think. I think the I'm scared because then I finally have to show people what they've always thought about exactly,
0: me. Yeah. yeah, you gotta be accountable,
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> and and it's not even like the what's next part, I think I really appreciated that whole like I think was it a fortune cookie or whatever you were reading where it's like you're never meant to arrive in life It's
0: my yoga, my cool. yoga teacher, bro, I was in you're there really? shedding tears a <laughs> <laughs> <The> lifetime fitness.
1: <laughs> For- Like, Ooh, that's a was beautiful. No, that no, was it was, there, and so. I was in there
0: with the old people, so we we're doing like restorative yoga, so it's a little bit mm. more um just more calm and just like longer yeah. poses and she was just talking. I'm just over here like, bruh, is that a tear that just ran down my cheek? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. I
1: could I I'm definitely I'm scared of having to rise to the occasion, but I'm not scared of getting there. Yeah. Like um, or like feeling like now what's next because i think just like our life has proven like once you get to the place where like at one point i thought making ten dollars an hour was it i was like i have arrived i am no longer making minimum wage i am good i can send more money to my family and then it was like oh when i make salary and then when i get health insurance and now i make a lot of salary and i'm like when i make more salary like you'll never, it's not that we'll never be happy, but there will always be something more. Yeah. So, like, even when you arrive at the place where success has been defined for you, you as a person, because you challenge yourself, will mm-hmm. be like, this is what's next for me. I want yeah. more. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it's just that, like, and, like, that like, panic of, like, man, what if it actually goes down? What if it happens? Mm. Like, what if they say yes? Or what if I land this job? Or yeah. what if I acquire this? You know, like,
0: You know at what? That point, you know what? it's funny that you said that job thing because I've been like um I I have anxiety when I'm looking for jobs (laughs) because uh, this is this is my problem that I'm learning to um to to work on because I don't think I'm that good so it's like it is ridiculous because I'm I'm pretty great but yeah it's like whenever I start like reading like some of the descriptions like oh shit I can't I don't know how to do that and so it's yeah. like, damn, if I get this job, I'm going to have to prove to these niggas that I know how to fucking animate a video, <laughs> animate something, do some, some motion graphics. Well,
1: uh, you don't know how to do motion graphics, so maybe uh, it take some time to watch a couple of YouTube videos. No, so I
0: have, so I have, so I have, yeah. like, all the things that I'm, like, freaking out about. I'm starting to, like, <laughs> like do YouTubes and um, do some lessons and stuff and practicing, but Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that's also really, it's also a really big thing. And in, even in terms of how to cope with anxiety
0: mm-hmm.
1: is, is practicing. Like, yeah, um, I talk to myself a lot and I talk through situations, like even situations that haven't happened or that have happened. And it's like, man, I should, and it's not like, oh, I should have said this or I would have, I wish I would have said this. It's like, if this happens, this is how I'll say it. Mm-hmm. And that helps because I'm, I can be extremely petty mm-hmm. and, um... <laughs> It is what it is. So I have to like if I know like okay this but this has potential to make me upset. Mm-hmm. This is how I should handle it mm-hmm. so that when it happens, I can be like oh man do I want to be petty? But I know this is how I should handle it yeah. because I've rehearsed this in my head. Yeah, and I've told myself this is what I should do. Or like even like if something happens, not that I'm doubting that I'll get it or I won't get it, mm-hmm. I'll rehearse how to feel like when if it doesn't happen or if it does happen. Yeah. Like, I think that's helped me a lot because then I'm prepared for the, like the influx of emotions Mm -hmm. because I am extremely emotional. And so it, it helps control like my initial reaction.
0: Do you, do you think by doing that, like you said that um, you're extremely emotional person and it helps like suppress it. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you actually think that that helps?
1: It does because um, like, I mean, you've been in the car with me. Like, we were in D.C. driving down the street that Michelle Obama and o- uh, Barack lived nearby. And just, for me, the thought that Michelle had driven on that street, like, I broke down in tears. Yeah. Like, I was so overwhelmed. <laughs> but, like, so, like, these small, like, it because small things can take me there, and not because, like, I'm just emotional at a certain time. That's, that's, like, my constant state of being. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to, like, practice or or constantly check them because even as it relates to people, sometimes I can overextend myself because mm-hmm. I'm allowing my emotional, my emotions to get in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, or I can overreact or underreact or like just certain things. So I just, I'd like to have like a baseline mm-hmm. so that if it happens and I've decided that Joan, you're going to handle this as an adult, I'll do that. And if it happens and I'm like, nah, I'm going to wall out. I'll wall out. Like, I'm not scared to be emotional, mm. but I understand that I am. And so I try to at least have something to reference. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: How have you learned to cope?
0: Um, for me, getting rid of the things that don't, that aren't beneficial to like my growth or my expansion. Like mm-hmm. I, I, like I, like I said, like social media, like I found myself like being su- super judgmental on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like seeing what other people are doing, what other people are at. And like, I, f- and I felt shitty for feeling that way. Cause it's like, what, why? So I'm like, yeah. let me just get off social media. And, um, you know, what's crazy. I recognize that like every, like sometimes I'll get on and I'll check messages and stuff and
1: yeah. like, I'll start
0: scrolling and then that feeling would come back, oh,
1: come up. Yeah.
0: And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. And you don't realize like when you're in it. So just mm-hmm. kind of like getting rid of social media, and like I said, um, like doing things that I enjoy, doing things that make me happy.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. um, like focusing, like focusing on like the like the bad stuff or like you know the things that I've gone through, it just it doesn't help. Mm-hmm. But like put you in a little rabbit hole of sadness, and so so yeah, have to get in the rabbit hole of happiness, and yeah, that's what I've been doing.
1: In the rabbit hole of happiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I think I think it's important to gain some awareness of yourself. Yeah. So like other people are going through this, like gain some awareness of yourself. And sometimes gaining awareness of yourself doesn't mean doing it by yourself. Yeah. Like if you have people you can talk to, please do that. And if you don't, like I can't stress enough how important therapy is. Yeah. I initially started seeing a therapist because of my mom's death, but then like afterwards, it was kind of like my life is in shambles in my head, and it's really not. So yeah. like, I need to. <laughs> I really, I need to get, I need to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, but I think having that outside perspective helps a lot. And yeah. um, there's there's like resources that out there that are either free or cheap. Um, for that, you don't always have to do. You don't have to see a therapist once a week. You can see them once a month. Yeah. It's like something but like just having an outlet and for someone who can also like check you because also what it might be is like you might need medicine like you literally <laughs> might need some help like like medically and it's okay if you do like yeah there's a chemical imbalance and you need to fix that and that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you that you're broken it just means that you've taken the steps to like take care of it like right if you have high blood pressure you gonna sit here and not take your meds right. no <laughs> you're gonna make sure you don't die so yeah like, make sure that you're good mentally like it's the same thing
0: yeah yeah
1: and also go to the gym eat well yeah i love going to the gym
0: yeah I do cool. things <laughs> that like that are beneficial for for you like yeah like even like um like my sister like will watch the news and like i i sat down i watched news with her one time and i was like what the fuck It was, like, it was so much, Joan, because it was, like, literally yeah, maybe 40 minutes of, like, bad things bad and maybe news. two minutes yeah. of, like, yeah. oh, there was a dog that uh became a deputy officer because he sniffed a gun under a house. And all the
1: good news is about animals. Bruh. All the good news is about animals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was so ridiculous. So, it's, like, if you have to, like, kind of take a step back from, like, the outside world a little bit, like, mm. you can do that, like, it. If it's like whenever you go home it's time to decompress just decompress by like I don't know doing something else because yeah. I was like and because it's like um I was listening to this guy and he was talking about like the information that we retain in our brains and it kind of goes into our like our subconscious he was yeah. like your brain processes um four billion 400 billion bits of information per second no wonder I feel so confused all the time oh my god it sounds like an epiphany and then and then um he was like we're only aware of two thousand of those um those that that information per second so out of four billions you're only aware of two thousand per second and then he was like um and then he was like yeah he's like and literally like 70 percent of like your emotions and like the thoughts that you have are like recycled from the day before so it's like if you're constantly Mm -hmm. looking at like things that are like not good or like negative news or Mm -hmm. I don't know in the tabloids uh all all this stuff it's literally gonna stay ingrained in you till the next day until the next day and not think about if you're doing that over the course of like over over and over like so I was like what the heck yeah so it's like you have to like pay attention to what you're you're putting in your body, like we're putting in your mind what you're paying attention to because that, that takes a toll on your subconscious and mm-hmm. takes a toll on your mental health.
1: Yeah. As someone who's like extremely into like politics and all that stuff. Mm, yeah. I, I have to take a politics break once a week. Yeah. And you and I and I get frustrated when I come back because I'm like, God, I've only been gone for twenty four <laughs> hours. And y'all niggas have managed to just cause ruckus. Um but I I, I I take a lot of joy in being informed, mm-hmm. knowing that it's going to be maybe bad. Yeah. Um, because I get anxiety of not knowing what's going on. Mm. Um, but That's interesting. But I can't say this past two years with uh, 45 in office, yeah. has just been, like, extremely overwhelming really? as far as U.S. news. But mm. I I also, like, listen to NPR in the mornings, and so there's international news mix in there, some BBC. So get a taste of, like, the rest of the world, and mm-hmm. I don't feel like... There's just so, complete yeah. like danger everywhere.
0: Yeah,
1: and so like one, yes, you were right. Like definitely take a break because if you don't, you're gonna drive yourself insane. You're gonna think there's no good in this world. Yeah, that it's yeah. not worth being in, and that's not true. Like there's good, and sometimes you have to. You may you're able to think globally, but mm-hmm. you can act locally yeah. and in your small space that you can impact and yeah. try to create happiness and positively there positivity there, mm-hmm. even though you're aware of the the absolute chaos yeah that's going on around you yeah um so yeah i mean that's our little breakdown on mental health or whatever it's It's, a process it is a process (laughs) it's a
0: whole process but i i go back to like what um like, Mr. Rob said to me one time when I was like, Ugh, I need to get my life together. He was like, it's a lifelong process to get your life together. <laughs> like, you can't, mm-hmm. it's not like, you can't sit here and panic every, every time something happens or, or something doesn't go your way or how you expected it. Like, it's a life, it's a yeah. process. And it's like, it's one that's supposed to be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So, and there's ways to find that.
1: And I think that, that's, that can, I, I don't know, it brings me comfort to know that it's a lifelong process. Because I don't feel like I, because I some I still get a little bit attached to timelines when it comes to um, producing something. It's like, man, like, I can take my time because I'm not gonna be done with this ever.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, even if I procrastinate on getting my life together for two weeks, I mean, they are the rest extreme. of my life.
0: How you go to an extreme? Never, I'm never gonna get it done.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it brings me comfort and joy. That's good. Um, I think a lot of people may have a question when he's like, if, we, if we're going through all this and our situations have yeah. caused us all this anxiety, why are we still in it? Why don't we just go home? Oh, man. because <laughs> um, oh, yeah. for, I'm not going back home because yeah. I not yeah, yeah. But I'm telling y'all this, we, we out of here. Y'all yeah. think we playing, but we gone.
0: Yeah, and I think... Um, I think whenever we did start the podcast, we, I think me and you kind of got into the state, state where we were kind of like, we don't have to go through this. We're <laughs> like, because yeah. we, I mean, we grew up, like we always say, like America is the land of milk and honey. This is where your life is. Actually, one of my friend's dads prayed for me to stay here because he was like, mm-hmm. this is your home. This is where you grew up. You know, America, there's there's more opportunity here, and which is great. I see that, but there's opportunity everywhere. everywhere. It, it just depends on what you want to do. And I think yeah. whenever we started talking about it, and just kind of talking about like the processes and the different things, and of uh, uh, 45, we were just kind of yeah. like, yeah, like there, there, there's always another option. There's always something else. So yes. going home is not one of those options. Going home to visit is. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're just working. That's what it's gonna be. Yeah, that's what it's gonna be. Because if I, if we, if my parents told me not to come home, (laughs) so it's like if if you, yeah, and if you're coming back there, just make sure like you're good. But yeah, Yeah. they wouldn't want me to go back and stay there because niggas be acting crazy over there, and I I don't have time to partake.
1: Do things in your own time. We we are changing our situations like if the, your anxiety causes you a problem change and the situational thing mm-hmm. change your situation yeah. and if you don't feel like you're empowered to um take those steps that will make you feel empowered too yeah. and sometimes those texts require, require talking to other people mm-hmm. and bringing other people in and don't be scared to do that i think yeah. the the baseline of all of this is like don't be scared to be vulnerable yeah yeah And allow. Yeah and those feelings to come in so
0: yeah and it's also like going back to it's also good talking about it it's good that we're having this conversation because whenever we first started the podcast we're like ain't nobody gonna listen like who like what is it even like that relatable and Literally, like when we first came out, we had so many people like in our DMs. Like, oh my god, thank you so much. Like, I've yeah. been going through this. Like, what did you guys do? Like, uh, so yeah. on. So yeah, it's important to talk about these things.
1: Yeah, you never know whose life you're gonna you're gonna touch. Yeah. Reach out and okay, touch. Okay,
0: Somebody's hand make this world a better place. This is beautiful. See if you can. Yep. If, and if you okay. <laughs> can't,
1: okay it was that sexual chocolate sexual chocolate oh i need to watch that movie that was a good movie okay coming to america all right that has nothing to do with this but it has nothing yeah (laughs) any last thoughts
0: with no um yeah if you guys um have any questions concerns comments you know you new know some, where to hit us up
1: direction yeah. yeah
0: follow us on underscore undocumented on instagram you know subscribe freaking subscribe and do some more subscribing create some fake accounts and subscribe from those accounts
1: so we all know y'all have multiple email addresses I... Net, <laughs> Netflix title all them people we all needed them so Fact. use those to subscribe to our spotify soundcloud yeah. and you too? You,
0: uh, you're not to yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <don't> have to. <laughs> but yeah, that's it, guys.
1: All right. Um, so we're gonna be back next week, I guess. Yeah. Like not- the week after next is Thanksgiving. Are we gonna be doing this on Thanksgiving? Oh, we can record before because everything's dropping on Thanksgiving. Okay, so we'll be consistent still. wow are like, I'm not yeah, gonna make a lot excuses You
0: just me. you you gonna have these people listening to your just your thought process? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We could talk about this off air. <laughs> All right, and that, oh folks, is God. a glimpse into Jones' anxiety. Yeah,
1: there it is. <laughs> well,